Last time on RGRP, the egg in Benny's bag has started to hatch. Will it be a periton like she thinks? Eve killed Lainey. Is he going to tell Benny and Hogan what he did? And if so, uh, how are they going to take it? Find out the answers to these questions and more on the next episode of Roll Gay Roll Play because we're doing tea time, bitches. Yeah. <laughs> Plot twist of the century. You thought you were getting an episode. So what are we doing, Tisha Tisha? Oh, tea time. So tea time is where we literally just chat and gossip about our own podcast and ourselves. <laughs> that's that's tea time. Does that make us narcissistic? It's it's a uh, inception. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, and who's our host today? Uh, our host today is Tisha. Hey, Tisha. Welcome to the group, girl. We love you. <laughs> hey. Um, uh, I'm Jonathan. Uh, I play Eve, and I have a lot to say because we've had whiskey. <laughs> uh, I'm Chris, the DM, and uh, like Flo Rida, I only came for the cake. You know, Flo Rida is Florida. And that's where I'm at, so I say you can't use that. Make up a new one. I almost punched my monitor because you made this. Like. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, then here's my different one. I can't use Florida. Uh, I'm Chris the DM, and I'm the ASMR that you touch yourself to in rush hour traffic. <gasps> Ooh. Ooh. I love that. Okay. I don't touch myself to ASMR, like, in traffic, but I sure am having, like, like, it is in my spank bank for when I, like, the moment I get home, I strip, and I start masturbating. So I feel that. Mark? Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm so confused by what was just said. Same. <laughs> okay, well, I'm Mark, and I play Holgum. Hi, Mark. Hi, Mark. <laughs> this is a- I feel this like is- this is AA. Right, I was like, so this is your intervention. <laughs> okay. Um, so let's get this tea time started. Um, I'm in. I'm in charge, guys. I'm in control of this tea time. Did you hear that, Jonathan? Uh, <laughs> I was actually going to say, and we're not going to talk over you because misogyny is a problem. I got it. I got it. I got this. <laughs> Don't worry. Don't worry, guys. Do I have, have a lot of experience. Of, uh, do you have a hitting? hammer? Like, just hit us with the hammer. <laughs> I have a sickle and... Yes! (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, okay, for this tea time, the first thing I'm going to address real quick. So in our podcast, how we play is if somebody ties, it goes to the aggressor. And that is going to be the rule of our podcast going forward because I was severely corrected um, in a Patreon-only episode... (laughs) where I got a lot of damage. Okay. That's... So, I'm sorry, Chris, for questioning. All good. Okay. Everybody backed me up really quick. They did. Oh, y'all some bitches. (laughs) (laughs) 
I will also say, follow our Patreon. Get, uh, give us money so that you can hear that episode. Because that episode was lit. It was a really funny episode. It yeah. was good. And also, if you're not ready to give us money, um, we also post like short videos um, on there that are free. So, you know, check us out on Patreon anyway. They're mostly my OnlyFans, but like... <laughs> I mean, I am wearing a white t-shirt with no bra in one of the videos. So. Yeah, see? Give the kids what they want. Yes, that mother. Video. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. Anyway. <laughs> on to... <laughs> on to tea time. So, um, Chris. Yes. In episode 17, and this is coming from me. This is all me. Like, I'm super curious about it. I'm sure everybody else is, too. Um, Jonathan and Mark. But in episode 17, Anamique reads our fortune, and she says, you will save a whole, which we realize she meant whale. So we are going to save a whale. We saved a whale, right? Mm -hmm. uh, but then she says, avoid yellow mirrors. So, like... What's up with that? We haven't come across any yellow mirrors, or did we miss something, or has it just not happened yet? Uh, it uh, has not happened yet. It was actually something that was going to happen in one of the last couple episodes, and I changed it, like, last minute. Mm. Okay, so what, what, the I've, what I've is up with the whale? What, the whale? What's up with the whale? Yeah, was that just a big random thing, or is there a story that we messed up with it, or is it just super random, hey, push this whale back into the ocean? Okay, I'm going to stop right there and say, is it something that we messed up? Because that's been our trend. <laughs> <laughs> you know it. <laughs> I mean, aside from the numerous roles that I cut out of that episode because you guys kept failing, no, there was nothing else you messed up. Like, it was really just a random uh, encounter. I looked up random encounters on, like, I just Googled it. And that was something that came up. And I was like, yeah, they can figure out what to do with a whale. That should be easy. Oh, I gotcha. So you were just giving us a little easy thing to do. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was Anamik's little uh, adventure for you. Okay. You know how the doctor lands somewhere and there's always a problem? Yeah, I totally know that. Oh, um, hey. you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. Um. Okay. So, I'm not just trying to rush that. I just think that there are more interesting things to talk about. Um, Shade? No, I mean, I think that was interesting. I had the... That was my my own question. I'm just not that interesting. Um, okay. What is everybody's favorite episode so far? Fuck. Anna Meeks, because uh, Hogum got cookies. <laughs> 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 uh, I would say, um, shit, I would probably say the episode where we had to get Benny back into, oh shit, has, I don't think the episode will come out, but, oh no, it will, it will, we're good. The episode where Benny, uh, fucking picked up the compass and decided that she wanted to go on her own little journey, <laughs> like, <laughs> um, and it was my favorite episode because it was so, like, out of fucking character. Like, <laughs> um, like the part where you opened it, that made sense because you, you, you made a very logical explanation as to why you would open that compass. But, like, the way you were acting after that, though, I was just like, bitch, like, <laughs> this is fucking gold. Um, and also, it's the episode where Mark didn't talk that much. So, yeah. you know. 
I, I was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, Mark. I love you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I think that, okay, so I was initially going to say the episode where you guys had to solve the puzzle in Marie's room just because of I thought it was easy. And it became this, like, total <laughs> conundrum that was just, like, I'm done doing this. But now that you said the compass thing, that's absolutely my favorite episode now. Because I wrote that down before we even started recording. And I've been waiting for that compass to be opened. Cool. <laughs> it was literal gold. Oh. What, if, what about you, Mark? The cookies. Oh, yeah, he oh, said Anamiks. Oh, well, Tisha, that what was fun. The uh, my favorite episode was when we fought the bandits about the wine, and I got the plus one to plus one to intimidation uh, eye patch. <laughs> and yeah. Um, and I like, uh, you know, slapped the horse uh, on the ass to make them run into the fire to blow the fire up and like sub. I don't know if did I blind the bandits or something? I don't know. I did something to them, surprised them. Yeah, or like kicked embers up into them. Yeah, it was yeah, something. It was like it was it was very good and worked out very well in our favor. And and I that was probably that was probably my favorite episode, my favorite um fight because Benny got a little bit <clears throat> more vocal mm-hmm. and less following. A little bit or a lot of bit? A lot of bit. <laughs> I can't remember. I think, I think I had her yell, go away. Yes. Yeah. Get out of here. Go away. Get out of here. <laughs> Just like yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I definitely like that episode, too. And I remember, uh, uh, I, re- I remember specifically, like, losing my shit thinking why am I not this good because you finessed that plus one like you finessed the fuck out of it and I was just like shit why didn't I think of doing something like that so I've been trying to do think more things like that like try to like goad Chris into giving me <laughs> extra things but I always get I always get like too drunk before it happens like <laughs> I, I also liked so that I also liked Hogum, um, like how Mark had Hogum lick up the. I thought it was blood, um, and it was wine, like that. I yes. I thought Hogum was very very funny in that episode, and I liked Eve's reaction to um, the harasser at the gate. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Like, oh I, what was his that, name? Tigest. Oh, shit. Tigest. Yeah, it, that would be his name. But, I mean, I just, I thought that episode, that episode to me was pretty funny. And then I enjoyed it in, like, thinking of different ways for that combat to go in my favor. For sure. I definitely hear that. Um, the, the the Tigest episode was my fall from grace. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's how I knew that I had to be a human um, in order to get things done, we'll say that at the, at the least. Uh, but yeah. Okay, so Chris, this one's for you again. Okay. Um, are there any specific parts of the story so far that, you know, really get to you that you had to completely change because of something we did? Oh, I've had to change so many things. Like, <laughs> a lot of it is, I, like, I have 
like one of my first pages of my DM notes is like an actual like line of what I thought the first like 30 to 40 episodes would be. And episode two, it changed and nothing else worked. I remember that because you had written a lot <laughs> and then we played and it all went to hell. <laughs> Yeah, I, I was like I was like I have to redo the entire story now. Okay, can let's you get give to work. any? Oh, can you give any specific examples of something that was supposed to happen that's definitely not going to happen? I'm looking through my notes. That's a really good question. Like actually, Locksmith is supposed to be dead by now. Uh, initially, so I know we talked last tea time that Locksmith was initially supposed to be uh, the bad guy, not Flint. The band. Okay, so the the. The bandits, I didn't actually plan on the bandits ever coming back. Oh. The booty, booty pirates, that's what we're calling them. The booty, booty pirates, pirates. Booty here we pirates. go. Okay, yeah. so there was something that changed with Laney. Like, uh, they went from good to evil. What was that? The Laney? Chris, wasn't there, like, a start where... Initially, people that were evil went good, and then the other opposite. Yeah, because I, I remember Marcus was supposed to be good. Lox was supposed to be evil. What about, um, what about, yeah, what about Lainey and Agador? Uh, yeah, no, initially we're not part of the bad guys either. There was, well, there was a, um, in one of the early episodes when you went to the market, I said there, there was a suspicious looking character standing at a booth, and you guys never went up to him. So that was an entire storyline that we lost. Like I, I'm like, okay, well, maybe he'll be there again. Bitch. I don't even <laughs> like remember that. I even like, tried to push how sinister he was and how weird looking, and then just just like, we're gonna go talk to this girl with the buckets. And it's like, okay, well now she's a character. Okay. And that was a Marie. Yeah. <laughs> Marie was an Marie. impromptu character. I expected Bucket Lady to not be a thing. I thought it was a bad. I was gonna noise. say, are, were there any other improvs? Uh, I mean, every time I do Laney, I change his voice. That's an improv. <laughs> uh, probably, what was well. the reindeer's name in the, in the Christmas Randolph episode? Randolph Rodolfo. <laughs> yeah. Like, we brought him with. Was he supposed to just, was he supposed to be a bad guy? Because he seemed like a bad guy when we first started. He was indifferent is what he was. Okay. He was more just like, look, I'm trying to go to work and he's not here and I'm annoyed. That was more his. Okay. I kind of made him a little bit more bad, I guess, than I intended. Maybe he's just lawful evil. Yes. <laughs> yes. I didn't even have it. Okay. Like, Marie's probably the biggest, like, improv storyline change because now she's, like, an actual NPC that you talk to more than once. She is my absolute favorite NPC, and I never thought anybody could beat Loxif because I, at first I thought he was bad because of the just... Beginning. Well, he was. Originally, he was bad. And I think that I had something to do with fucking that up. Yeah. Well, I think the... <laughs> didn't we didn't we get, like, speaking stones from him or something? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's maybe what changed. Look at me remember shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, locks of, the, the change for me was when... It, it, like, I kind of tried to give hints to both him and Flint to make it more of, like, a one or the other... Uh, just mm. because I wasn't sold either way. But Loxif was in my head, and it wasn't until, like, oh, Loxif's going to be more of a likable personality for these, for 
listening, and I think Lox's voice is easier on my throat than Flint's, so <laughs> that was another <laughs> reason behind it. Loxif! Loxif! I love how you I love how you have to say his name to get his I, voice. <laughs> I do every time. Um, okay. Uh this one is for you, Mark. Uh how have you changed your choices as to what Hogum does uh to make him more chaotic evil, so more um in line with his alignment? Yes. <laughs> um so this is interesting because I probably haven't really done it intentionally. More or less just going after Yeve as, you know, because he is who he is on his literal high pegasus. And <laughs> I want, and Hogan needs to bring him down to earth a little bit. Uh, Speaking of pegasus, uh, <laughs> Jonathan, <laughs> uh, can you explain Angelica? Angelica the pink pegasus. Um so, uh, and, and by the way, um, no, we're not going to say that. We're just not even going to get into that. We're just going to go straight into Angelica and her Pegasus. <laughs> yes. Because, um, yeah. Um, Angelica is a male pink Pegasus. I wanted something gay as fuck. And I wanted it to be ironic. I wanted it to go against gender norms. Uh, so, like, I, yeah, I wanted a pink Pegasus named Angelica because I have a black man, um, a black high elf, who's a paladin, who is lawful good. Um, um, like, and once again, like six foot six, 280 pounds of pure muscle, but like a total bottom. Like you wouldn't expect that from like a big ass man, which is like me and my, like my, my entire, my real life. Like I'm a big ass man um, with a soft side. And mm-hmm. Angelica is the same way. Angelica is a, you know, like this heroic ass Pegasus that's pink, and you think that her name would be, like, Windsor or, like, uh, Hecate or some bullshit. Like, no, nah, you're Angelica, you know, <laughs> and you're a boy um, because heroic boys don't have to be white horses with names like Bruce. So that is why I chose Angelica. Still awesome, still amazing, has a cute-ass name, and is fashionable. So, yeah. I love it. <clears throat> that's awesome. Um, okay. So, first of all, I, I wanted to say, I, Mark, I do like how um, Hogum is being. I think it makes it more, I think it makes it more fun for me. I agree. Until you fuck with Eve too much right now. And she, like, Eve is about to kill you. <laughs> Eve is about to kill you. <laughs> because I, I, I just looked up some shit with my Pegasus and we can combine our HP and that puts me over 100 HP. Um, mm. Okay. So with that, let's talk about that fight between Eve's and, Eve and Hogum. Um, where... Can we replay that? Because I don't remember that. <laughs> <laughs> um, we, we had just gotten to... Uh, did we call it the... No, we called it the well, what? The Beaver, Beaver Hampton, Hampton Expanse. Oh, yeah. We were, yeah. We, it, was, it started before we got there. So we were in that town with Dan the Mayor, Dan Bar or something. Mayor Dan Bar. Dan I don't Bar, know. Yeah. And uh, Hogum just out of nowhere, decided he wants to fuck with Eve and Eve's new Pegasus and, like, teleport Eve onto the back of the Pegasus. Oh, yeah. He, wait, he was going to do something much worse, though. 
he no, wanted to, I wasn't. I think, I think at first, before, I, I don't know, I don't know. It, it was supposed to be a super easy roll, and it happened. I don't know he what made the cut them. of the episode, Chris. No, I, If I'm not mistaken, legit, you were trying to, like, uh, you were pissed off that I was being pouty, that, I, that you got the ring. <laughs> and so um, you were going to, like, teleport me and, like, make me fall on my ass or something. And so I told oh, you, I yeah. was like, if you do that, I'm going to fight you. <laughs> and y'all were like, no, Jonathan, you're doing too much. I was like, but that's Eve. So right. what <laughs> happened was, is you're just like, well, you wouldn't fight me like if I dropped you in your Pegasus. And I was just like, I don't know. We'll see what happens. <laughs> so you rolled a high ass roll and like you put me on the Pegasus when I was still pouty. And you didn't like that. And then and then you rolled super high again and took us to the Beaverhampton Express yeah, it was through the portal. Through the portal, yeah. So I, was, I only oh, have shit. like one I was charge pouting. left, don't I? Well, no, you get charges back whenever you reroll, right? You no, it's four, when you rest. Yeah, you get four charges a day, right? It's one D four. Yeah, it's plus one D four charges per day and up to five. Oh, gotcha. Okay. So wait, you said plus one D four up to five? That doesn't make sense to me. You can uh like you can have up to five charges, but if you use oh. like five okay, charges, so if you, you gain sleep, one. I gotcha. So if you don't use two of them and you sleep, you get a roll again and you can have up to five. That makes sense. Perfect. Yeah. And yeah, that what happened was, is I was pouty and pissy and I went to my hotel room. You tried to come talk to me and I wasn't having it. So Hogan barged in and while I was still on the bed, he teleported us all to the Beaverhampton Expanse. And whenever we got there, I said, roll initiative. <laughs> <laughs> and so we rolled initiative. Well, I, I was trying to roll initiative. And before we could even, like, get into the meat and potatoes, um, because high key, Mark, like I would murder you. Like I'm just gonna be <laughs> honest. <laughs> uh, and I was ready. Um, but real talk though, before we could even do it, uh, but like I guess in this storyline right now with 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 what Chris has, would it have been an opportune time for Hokum to be killed? Also, like, did I that was, roll through your head? It sure did, because I was just like, oh, shit, I can kill Hogum, and then Mark can make a character that would, like, be genuinely Mark, you know? Yeah, because we took a break. Yeah. Around there. Wow. No, I didn't even consider that. Well, you, did, you didn't have to consider that because Benny fucked all <laughs> of it up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um so, uh, unfortunately, Benny saw the bigger picture and noticed that our qualms with each other were not worth us not saving Christmas. So she stopped that shit from happening. Um, um, because, but, I mean, like, the motivation behind me wanting to fight Mark uh, was literally because he was being chaotic evil. He chose the wrong bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and, like... Me as a person, I understand that, but as the character, it was like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> right. Oh yeah, and it totally, it totally, it totally like came out like because he just walked away and walked up to the reindeer barn, <laughs> started talking to reindeer while while Eve was. 
fuming. I was actually, you had vine, you had like grasped me with the earth or some bullshit. Yeah. And you kept me from casting spells. <laughs> yeah, because you literally another like, time you were like, and the vines will go into your mouth, so you can't say anything. It's a it's a vine gag. <laughs> Actually, that's, that's high key hot. Yes. Um, um, but yeah, so I think the I think that the fight, I don't I don't know. I feel like. After killing Lainey, and we're gonna see how this, we're gonna see how this plays out with me telling, because I'm going to tell you, like, right, that I killed him. Uh, or I mean, like, or like Benny's not stupid, and Hogan's not stupid either. Like, y'all gonna be like, bitch, where the fuck is Lainey? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, how is that gonna affect your, um, I guess your paladin thing? I've I've never played a paladin, so I oh, don't know. Oh my oath. Well, yeah. I have the oath of vengeance, and since oh. Lainey, since okay, so me not killing Lainey would have broken my oath. Yeah. Ah. Uh, okay. Yeah. So like, like thankfully, and you know, even Chris said this before. Like me not killing Marcus Flint and not killing Agador, that actually mm-hmm. broke my oath because they're sworn enemies of the Church of Yonsei. So. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So okay. like, no, like high key, Lainey had to die or else I'd lose my powers. Okay, that makes sense. Um, so, I mean, that kind of brings up something with Benny. Um, I have her as, um, she owes everything to her mentor and her mentor is Eve. Mm -hmm. And I think that the last maybe four or five episodes, she hasn't really been holding that up. And I think that her caring about... Hogum is what is pulling that away. Okay. So I think that, I don't know. I, I think that, and, and maybe like some input from you guys, you know, what I should do about that because I literally have it written on her character sheet. She owes everything to her mentor, Eve. I mean, you can owe everything to me, but not be a lemming. Like, yeah. <laughs> and you've been like growing as like, like Benny has been growing in this process, so like I think yeah. it makes sense that Benny would start to like kind of tear away from this. I mean, Benny's also quite young, right? Mm-hmm. She's twenty three. So, yeah, I mean, oh, yeah, she's, she's still like finding herself, right? Right. Mm. Like, yeah, she doesn't know she's a lesbian, you know. Kiss <laughs> <laughs> <Kissing> on Flint. <laughs> No, but yeah, totally. Like, um, I was actually thinking about that too because I was just like, I'm not getting the worship uh, that I'm used to, and I just don't know how to feel about this. Mm-hmm. But, um, like, even because we, because your character and my character need to have a conversation about you, like being a druid, you know. So yeah. it's like, yeah, there's there's much to discuss, but I think that's all just in the growth of being Benny. For sure. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so I have like. Three more questions. Uh, so, Chris, uh, mm-hmm. tell us the thought process behind the Barley Man and his abilities. Uh, I think that we had been talking on, like, Facebook and Discord um, with everybody about how everything's been super easy for us. And then there was one particular uh, person, and I'm not going to name him, Tom, <laughs> that <laughs> said, <laughs> that was giving you ideas on how to help um, 
make it harder for us. So is that what was going on with Barley Man? Can you, like, extrapolate a little bit? Yeah, I, I really was, like scouring the monster manual trying to find something that made sense with what levels you guys were on top of like what these booty pirates would like keep captive and I, I guess as soon as I saw like the fact that it's huge it's strong it has multiple attacks and it has spells I, I that felt like something I could actually get a couple swings in on you guys as opposed to it just dying right away uh, that and like getting five enemies, but yeah, I mean, it was you know Tom and like a lot of people have been uh, giving me ideas on Twitter and uh, Facebook and all that. Yeah, I, sometimes I just pick a random monster and hope for the best. The monster in our uh, Patreon episode changed four or five times too, so Barley Man just won out that episode. So, how do you feel about um, the Barley Man and how that played out? Do you think that it accomplished what you were trying to accomplish, um, or do you think it failed miserably? Bitch, were you trying to <laughs> were you, like? Do you feel like you because were I'm, actually trying to kill us? Because I'm sick of you, I'm, right? Because I'm pretty sure that we hung Barley Man up in like in a tree. I no, so it didn't quite accomplish. I mean, it, the guy it, it took some da- it, it dished out some damage. I don't think you guys made it out unscathed. Yeah, we fucked up. Uh, it fucked up Hogan. It never touched me. Nothing touches you, though. Uh, that's not true. <laughs> Remember the holiday episode where... The snowman. Basically, <laughs> got <you> from behind. <laughs> she basically died. Um, she's super traumatized, by the way. <laughs> I, I really had to focus on... She will on, never like, be okay ways. with snow or Christmas again. Or holidays. I try to get, like, uh, monsters that won't, like, either that will have ranged attacks or that will be able to do something aside from, like, run straight at Eve's shield. Speaking of that episode, I fucked that up. I fucked it up. I interrupted Jonathan because Jonathan was going to have Eve's go first through that doorway. And I'm like, no, Bindi goes first. (laughs) Like an idiot. Um, are there going to be any more encounters with the booty pirates because we killed their son? Because we uh, apparently like. Oh, you the best booty believe pirates. it. I I think it's safe to say that that pirate accent is not going anywhere. <laughs> that voice is hanging around for a little bit. Y'all killed his son. Okay. We did. He's going to come back. Yeah. And who actually did so. the killing? Uh. Probably, I think it was Benny. I want to say it was an arrow. I'm going to be honest. I don't remember a whole lot of that episode. I'm pretty sure it. we would have recorded that on a Saturday because I was pretty drunk. Because <laughs> 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 uh, I remember like doing a crisscross uh, asterisk yes. on the Barley Man. Yep. But, and then I remember being like, what the fuck? Where are these guys? What can I do to find them? I can't do anything. This doesn't seem fair. What? <laughs> that was a really but that's long all I really remember. Too. We did. Yeah, we cut for that one in hours. We cut that one in two episodes. Yeah. Dang. You know, and that also okay. So also, and let's bring it back to my oath of vengeance. Those booty pirates were not sworn enemies of the Church of Yonsei, so mm. I could show I could show them mercy. Okay. Which is why I saved. One of them. Right, yeah, you told him. Because I remember having the option to just shoot at one of them that was crawling away. And I, like, begged you to not. 
Right, and I thought about it. <laughs> uh, your whip was getting thirsty if we weren't mistaken. Um, right. <laughs> but yeah, so like I can totally like save people because I do think that Eve has... No, Eve does it because um, it looks good in front of the eyes of like, you know, his uh, followers, that he's a mm-hmm. merciful God. Mm. Um, Wait, but Eve thinks he's a God? Have you met Eve? <laughs> uh, I don't know if yeah. this is metagaming, but Hokum did never realize that. Yeah, Eve... So, I mean, like, no, Eve is super full of himself. Like, like, full of himself to the max. Except he has these really soft moments that make him human, which is what keeps him from getting killed by Benny and Hogan. I'm super interested to see where that frantic Eve, you know, maniacal kind of Eve plays out, to be honest. Oh, girl. We, I have, ri- oh, bitch. We got some shit going. Okay, anyway. <laughs> Um, just know that it may be coming soon. Okay. Like, it may rear its whole head, not just, like, its eyelashes, but, like, you might see the whole thing. I'm ready for it. <laughs> um, because I didn't, well, I'm sorry, I keep talking, but, like, no, go ahead. I haven't told Chris, and I won't tell any of y'all, but there's a specific trigger that I'm looking for. And, one, like, you and Hogan have not done it yet. Oh shit! But otherwise, specific... you would maniacally bash our heads in. With... Like I would literally go ape shit. <laughs> oh. But there's a specific trigger that I'm looking for, and it almost—it is—it is almost happened episode. once. It actually almost happened whenever the um, whenever the druid powers came out. But I didn't do anything because you denied it up and down. You were like, what druid powers? I don't know what you're talking about. It, oh. This must be like some weird terrain that we're on right now. And I was like, bitch, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. All right. And so, I'm sorry. But yeah. So like there is a specific thing that I'm looking for that I, I haven't even told Chris um, because I want it to be a surprise to everyone. Oh, all right. Cool. Well, I think so, you have to tell Chris before the episode starts separately. I don't think I do, because remember that Benny really? opened a whole-ass locket, and then we ruined a fucking episode. So. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> but is that fair to him, like, to give him at least, like, something to think about Tisha, beforehand? did you did you, tell, uh, did you tell Chris that you were going to, ru- I mean, to completely, like, go AWOL <laughs> in a storyline? Like, yeah, completely change the episode? No. No. I mean, I mean, it, I mean like... Oh, sorry. Chris, sorry. Chris is very, very, very good at improving. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. Like he has done phenomenally. Uh, yeah, like, he's a I've true verse. D- I have DM'd, <laughs> um, a bit, and when the characters don't do something that I want them to do, I send a message <laughs> to one of them <laughs> and say, "Hey." I need, I need to you this. to do this. I need you to say so, something. Because, because, because if I don't do that, then I'm lost. So, like, that storyline that I had, like, all these episodes written out and I had to change it after, like, episode one or two. I mean, that's kind of why I stopped being so meticulous on my notes and started mm-hmm. kind of just giving, like, a basic storyline. And I actually drew out, like, the next ten episodes. But just, like, with a simple idea next to it and then play off that. So the compass being open, like I didn't know it was going to happen, but 
Tisha also didn't know that there was any side effect to it. I let Anamik at least, like, hint to it. Like, Anamik didn't want to touch it. She put her hands up. She said, put it away. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's true. I didn't even think about that. I did not realize. I, I didn't. I personally didn't put two and two together for Benny. Isn't uh, Benny trying to fuck Anamik anyway? Um, possibly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think that Benny might be into older women. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. Older, mysterious, uh, that, like, air of mystery. And yes. Benny's, like, pretend naivete. I think that that would be her, 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 uh, her thing. Her thing, yeah. Because I'm, I'm here for this. I'm here for the Anamique Benny, Benny uh, uh, side story. Keep on going with our question. Okay, so, um... This is my last question, and I was going to, like, open it up to all of us, but I think that I'm just going to, like, aim it at Mark. Um, Are you, Mark, surprised at the development of your character? Like, uh, when you first started playing Hogum, and now all the thought and the, the things that Hogum would particularly do, like, is that something that you expected when you first started playing Hogum? Um, I'll be honest, I've just been winging it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think we all have, so keep on going. Right. <laughs> but I feel so like I, I really don't know how to answer that question. So, but I, and, and this is probably just me pushing uh, my own feelings onto you because I'm really good at that. Um, <laughs> I feel like Hogum has, has kind of like developed a little bit more you know he's always been like the I don't care whatever but did you were you expecting him to form a bond with Benny form a bond with an NPC and just not really give a fuck about anybody else but yeah I I definitely think that part has been fun uh because yeah I have developed now that I think about it yeah I have developed relationships like out, especially with Benny, Anamik and her bread box. Um, what else? Oh, Edwin. Edwin. Holy shit. How Edwin. did I forget him? Edwin. Just to name a few, I guess. Like, I guess I didn't I really expect I think those are literally that. the only ones. You don't have to name a few. There, um, that's all of them. Can we just say that you never, both of you never once said Eve. Um, <laughs> and I just want, I just want to let it be known that like uh you saved my life and I saved yours so you know yeah <laughs> um, I, there is that so I'm just waiting for another opportunity to save your life so I can hold it over your head you won't be ever be able to because literally I am a tank like I okay. you you will die before I do okay any hoodle um I personally think that. There were a few episodes between me and you, Hogum, where, like, we were seeing eye to eye on things. Or, like, no, 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 not a few episodes. There have been a few instances where you went, because both of our characters have an over-it personality where we just want to get from point A to point B in the quickest way possible. Uh-huh. And there was an episode where we were doing something and Benny was like, well, wait, let's ask more questions. And both of you and I agreed. We were just like, no, we're just going to go through this door. You know, so it was just like... Um, <laughs> um, you know, it's, um, it's, it, it's weird because 
we like, have they such were good together on certain things, ve- very specific things. Yeah. And I think that like while we uh, physically are very different, I think that mentally you and I have these same ideas or like the same thought processes. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, it's just, like, mine is bathed in being, like, a pageant queen. Like, I'm all pageantry. And, like, yours is not. Yours is just... This yeah, is what and it, I'm yeah. so over the pageantry. Like, um, Hogum, Hogum is Eve if Eve read How Not to Give a Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, but, like, I have to, like... you. Yeah. So, like, Hogum doesn't have to make a face for the people and doesn't have to, you know be like a voice in the crowd. Hogan can literally just do whatever he wants. And I think that's like, that could be like an allusion to like, oh, Eve wishes he could be that way too, you know, like just not care, you know, mm-hmm. but um, definitely. That Hogan, would be interesting. That would be interesting to like, to like see that happening. Like yeah. I would wonder what kind of traumatic event would have to happen. Like, would he have to find out that, the religion of Beyonce is totally unfounded? Like, would that break him? Oh, for Eve to snap? Eve Eve is dangerously close to snapping. Eve has almost killed Hogan. That's why, like, the book and, like, fucking uh, uh, Benny reading that book about the different religions, um, that could be a snapping point. But it's not as bad as the one thing that I need to happen. Um, okay. That book was another improv, too, that I didn't expect to ever come out of anywhere. Really? I really like that you added them because that added some depth to mm-hmm. our character. Like, that added some depth, you know? But, it okay, really here's it a question. It changed Benny. I'm, I'm sorry, sorry. I'm so sorry. Go ahead. No, you're fine. You were talking, and I interrupted you. But I wanted to know, why does Hogan not go into churches? That's a really good question. Because That Mark has never been addressed. Like, am I supposed to answer that? Yes. I, I mean, oh. bitch, I asked. Like, is there? <laughs> do you? Well, know I, the, I, it just never came up in this, like, the episodes. Um, it did. You did. You did not go into the, the church, church of Beyonce. Beyonce. You said no, and you stayed outside by the fountain. Yep. But did he go into Wasn't that church I with to the sneak hay? By something though. He was trying to be stealthy because we weren't sure or not whether we should trust. No. I'm sorry. Yes, you're right. But no, you, you speci- like, Chris I asked you. I thought there was a purpose behind Chris it. Chris asked you if you wanted to go inside the church. You said no. To be honest with you, I don't remember. So there's, so there's no particular story that you're holding to, Mark, about why about Hogum not going into churches or going in. It just happened. I mean, because wasn't there that one church that we were in? Yeah, we were in the church with the hay. The golden wheat. The golden wheat. Okay. And he went in there, right? Yeah. 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 I think so. He had to have... No, he didn't again, actually. He stayed outside to check and see if uh, he could find uh, any sign of Laney or anything. You know, you're right. He did not go inside because it was just me and Eve and I was in and Benny was in the rafters. And I was playing like hide and seek with uh, Maureen. 
I, yeah. I, I feel like you may have run it at some point, Hogan, but I don't remember. Mark, I'm talking to people today. So it's just a, uh, a I think you did go in, though. It's so crazy that we don't know our own show this well. Um, so you would say, well, you would say that Hogum has no actual aversion to churches. I, yeah, no. Now that even, I'm thinking about it. I, even being chaotic evil. You know what I would love? Right. If we met Hogum's, <laughs> if we met Hogum's mother. I do have her voice picked out. Oh, bitch. Is, it is, she an, is she an orc? Yes. Yeah. Oh, wait. Is she Cher? Because Cher could be an orc. <laughs> uh, uh, I, I was not planning on it being Cher, but now it might have to be. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you better start no. practicing, Chris. What? Because I feel like, so like, I feel, okay. So like, with mine and with mine and Benny's characters, like you, we haven't really gone to our history and like our I guess backstory. we haven't, yeah. But like you can make you can draw some inferences into what we've done in the past. All we know is that your mother was a hoe, <laughs> and you aren't too fond of her. So I would love to go into this. Like, what if she's like this doting ass mother that's like, oh hoagie, you forgot to eat your sandwich, drink your juice. Like, I would love for that to be the case. Like, oh, she's just like, that? oh hoagie, you can't go out into the weather with that on. You need a scarf. You know, like I would love to see that be it. I'm sorry. You know, my vision of Hogan's mom has always been uh, that redheaded woman uh, from the Housewives. And she was also in oh, Good Brie Girls. Vanderkamp. Yes, Brie, Brie Vanderkamp. Yes. Oh, yes. so she's like prim and proper. That is my like, <laughs> picture. Yeah. Like super. Like I love her. I love Brie Vanderkamp. I but, do too. Like that's always what has popped into my head anytime we talk about Hogan's mom, Brie Vanderkamp. Oh, yeah, because um, Brie Vanderkamp had, like, a dark-ass past, like, a dark-ass, mm-hmm. like, side story, too. Oh, right. shit, that would be fucking delicious. And if you've ever watched Good Girls... Um, I've watched that show, right, but I haven't so, watched the other one. Okay, so the... the I'm trying to say this in a way that is not the image in my mind, but the woman with the big boobs... Uh-huh. So that's her. That's how okay. I picture your uh, Hogan's mother. <laughs> that's I, funny. Yeah. Um, okay. So um, let's move on to listener <laughs> questions. <laughs> In my Benny voice, um, let's move on. Um, <laughs> uh, so the next question is from Tom. <laughs> it's multiple questions. <laughs> um <laughs> The first question is directed at Mark. Uh, hey, Mark, do you actually know how D&D works? This is a yes or no question. A- absolutely not. That's a no. Okay. Um, and Jonathan, is Eve intentionally a bitch or is it a product of environment? Um, Eve is a bitch as a defense mechanism. So environment. Intentionally, it's yeah. I am Both. intentionally a bitch as a defense mechanism, uh, because as you clearly have seen, y'all, I have my moments of like super sweetness where I do something really nice, um, and then I'm like, oh, you guys figured out that I actually have a heart. Nope, we're gonna turn that shit right off. <laughs> um, 
which is me in real life. I need to talk to my therapist. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then why buckets? Will Benny ever return to get her original bucket? So this isn't me. Um, why buckets? So it's not necessarily the bucket. So in that episode, Benny is looking for a way to hide the halo. And Benny meets somebody in... Me, personally, I love Marie's character. Marie is my favorite character ever. Um, and I'm so glad that she was improv into this because I love her, Chris. Um, <laughs> so it's... Why Buckets? It's because Marie. Like, because Benny loves, loves Marie. She trusts Marie. Like, it was this immediate bonding with this stranger for Benny. And now she is, obs- because Marie told her that buckets are good for a lot of things, now she is just internalizing that and is in love with buckets because Marie is in love with buckets. Or because Marie believes in buckets. <laughs> like, Marie sold her so well on buckets <laughs> that, um, that she now loves buckets. And it's her safety Marie's net. Marie's hard stance on buckets. Right. It's her, it's her safety net. Like, she doesn't have anything, um, you know, that's, that's constant. But she had, at that moment of huge distress and all this drama, this one person that asked her how she was doing and, like, asked her about her. So that's her feelings about Marie and now about buckets. So buckets are basically what is holding Benny together. It's a constant, stable thing. And will she ever return to get her original bucket? She did get a new bucket from Marie, and the only reason why the original bucket was important was because it was from Marie, and now she has a new bucket from Marie. Um, I don't think it's as important to her, uh, the do, original bucket. Can we do a, um, a fan service? for that old bucket and, like, make it, like, some <laughs> mythical object now. Yeah. Oh, my God. And, like, there's a, like, so I don't, I don't fucking know, but I just feel, because I feel like our listeners would really, really love if we tied up some of those loose knots that we continually leave right. behind. Because this is uh, not the first time I've right. been asked about the original bucket. <laughs> Um, you know, and I think that our listeners, important, damn it. our listeners get a little pissed whenever we just kind of leave shit to dry. We left that uh, dude tied up. Right. Like we do that shit all the time. So it would be really cool. Like if we could make like a bucket quest. Yeah. A, a, yeah. A bucket. Maybe we'll do like a one off or something where we have a new set of adventures who have to tie up loose ends for this very, um, unorganized rogue edition. Of oh, you mean like for our Patreon? I, oh, that's our a Patreon good idea. that you could also just pay five to ten dollars for a new episode once a month. Was that a good advertisement? I think yeah, it was we'll, yeah, we'll keep pretty. It. Yeah. <laughs> good. yeah. That's not where I was going with it. But I think you know what? We could do that. I think I mean that's we could do that. Okay. I'm sorry, it's just money's great. Money yeah. is great. Um Okay, so let me find the question on this screenshot of a chat. 
Um, You're dragging me, and I feel very attacked. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. So this is from Daniel. Uh, if you could each pick a magical familiar to have forever, what would it be and why? So first, let's have Jonathan explain what a magical familiar is. Okay. And we'll go from there. Uh, a familiar is like, have you ever seen the, uh, have y'all seen the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina? No. Yes. Well, um, the cat. What's his cat's name? Oh, it's been a while since Starts I watched. Starts with an S? <sighs> Salem. Yes. Salem. Uh, so Salem is her familiar. Uh, it is basically like your companion and your protector. Uh, this is It's your ride or die bitch. So uh, your familiar does whatever you uh, need to do with it. You make a pact with it. Um, sometimes that pact requires like a sacrifice or sometimes that pact just requires like an oath or uh, uh, your word could be your sacrifice. Um, and you then uh, have a companion that will literally do whatever you ask it to do. Uh, uh, so yeah, um, I, I'll, go, I'll go first and I'll say what my, uh, what my companion would be. Uh, what my uh, what my familiar would be, and I would like uh, an um um uh, an owl, um a magical owl that had like, while I'm sleeping since it's nocturnal, it would stay awake and like, keep watch of all things around me, and owls are known to be very intelligent and low key clairvoyant, so like, it'd be able to like, uh dignify and like uh also therapize my nightmares and my uh thought processes and things like that so like yeah i want an owl as my familiar the end i would have salem but the talking one from sabrina the teenage the sassy one yes yes But why? Give us details. Because I'm like a domestic house cat. I but do why do you want? When I but why do you want a sassy familiar? Especially because you do not like sassy people. <laughs> Hence, why you hate Eve. <laughs> no, that's not true. That's hogum. <laughs> okay. Okay. So you're telling me that Mark in real life likes sassy people? Yeah, Jonathan. I yeah. love you. Okay. No, 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 well, no, no. I'm not a sassy person. I'm docile and fragile. Mm-hmm. Um, no, but like, so you would, yeah, so you would like a sassy Salem. Like, what is that? What is like? What is a day to day conversation between y'all look like? Or like, what is interactions between you two look like? Like, say you were to have like, Salem I, complete a task. Are we are we mixing this with like D and D now? I'm confused. Mm-mm. I feel like it's you, you. If you yourself, Mark, uh-huh. had a familiar, what would that be like? It'd be a domestic house cat. Why? Because they're awesome. They're lazy. They do what they want. You could have a lion or a tiger. Or a bear. Yeah. Oh my! What's wrong? But with why the are cat? you choosing like? There's a specific reason why you're choosing a cat over a lion, a tiger, a bell, a gazelle, a ga- well, a gazelle, a gazelle. Okay. I guess I just find them more interesting. Okay. 
And you specifically wanted to be sassy like Salem, because Salem had those good-ass one-liners. Uh-huh. Like, it's entertaining. Okay. See, and see, that that's a good answer. Like, I can see that, because, like, bitch, you'll keep me laughing, and that's what matters. Salem, you stupid bitch. Like, that's what I would do the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, anyway. Chris? I keep going through, like, because I wanted to, like, initially I thought it would be a, a penguin. Just because I really <laughs> like penguins, and they're adorable. But that's not a, like, reasonable companion. They're not... The utility like, of a penguin wait, is Wait, why limited. not? As a familiar, can it just translate? Can it, like, fly around? It's like, a penguin. Penguins can't fly. That's my point. Like, it's, like, walking next to me like a fucking Psyduck. Like, I don't... <laughs> That doesn't seem to make sense to me. So, like, I, I backed out a penguin. And then I thought about a Teddy Ruxpin, and I thought that would be kind of creepy. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I think mine would be, like, a really big dog. Like, mine would be, like, a, uh, like a German Shepherd almost, but bigger. A werewolf. A werewolf. I want a werewolf. I a want werewolf. specifically a werewolf that does change at the full moon, because sometimes I just Wait. want a human. That's good. I like that. Sometimes mm. I just want a friend, and but sometimes a, I need big bad wolf to come out. Can a familiar be a human? Yeah, that, that, that's creepy. A werewolf is not human. It just presents as human sometimes. But that's not no. It's a human that presents as a werewolf sometimes. Like you have it backwards. <laughs> maybe maybe it's a werewolf that turns into a human at the full moon. It's the opposite. It only turns human during full moon. So it's a werehuman. <laughs> it's a werehuman. <laughs> that's my that's my familiar now. Yes. <laughs> Yep, done. What about That's your, what are you, Tisha? Uh, so originally I was going to see an owl, <laughs> but yeah. for reasons then uh, Jonathan, owls have the best night vision, but I changed my mind. I'm going to do like a uh, wedge-tailed eagle um, just because they have like, I mean, not confirmed, but probably the best vision of any animal. So why do you care so much about vision? Well... It's going to be a wedge-tailed eagle that likes to sleep next to me. So companionship as well as independence and uh, utility. Okay. I mean, well, specifically, though, for vision, because you want something with really good vision. Why did you yeah, choose that? Well, it can fly. Um, so it, la- it is super awesome in all the ways that I lack. I can't fly. At all. I can't move great distances in short amount of times. Um, and I have 2020 vision now, but that's because I got the laser eyes. Um, <laughs> you shoot lasers out of your eyes now? No, they shot lasers into my eyes. <laughs> I like um, the other way around. That would be awesome, the other way around. I would be in trouble. I'd be in jail. <laughs> but, You'd be like um, the X-Man guy. You have to get like special glasses. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but I mean, I think that it, it would either be that or possibly like a rat because getting into small spaces, like I'm thinking utility first, companionship second. Yeah. So, but yeah, the wedge tailed eagle has like super awesome vision. Um, and then the owl has really great night vision. So, uh, but I'm going to go with the wedge-tailed eagle. Okay. I like that. Yeah. 
And um, they, they sleep with me at night next to me. And they, don't poop in, and they don't use the bathroom in the house. Yeah, one time I had a random lost pigeon in my house. And it definitely used the bathroom inside. That's fucking gross. <laughs> uh, what's the next question, Tisha? Um, the next question is an interpretation of a question from I don't know who, but I think it might be Tom. If it's not Tom, it is somebody else. It is to all of us and uh, regarding the other three people uh, that are speaking right now, um, who would you fuck, marry, and not kiss on the lips? <laughs> so my original thing for the not on the lips was doesn't deserve a reach around, but we decided to go with not on the lips. Oh, shit. And we didn't want to do kill because we don't want to kill each other. And no, I would never, ever. Oh, I this would kill my own self. This is <laughs> this is in the po- this is between us four. Uh, yes, that was the whole thing, the- and that was why I was like, "Oh, this is great." Two, three dudes, two of them are gay. One's bi. and me. We'll see. Okay, okay. Well then, can I'm I go first? I'm gonna be not on the lips all the time. Okay, yeah. Can I go? Can I go? Okay, yeah. okay. So I would. Um, so before we answer this question, I just want to put out a, a warning. If you are not into listening to who everybody wants to fuck and why, please turn off the podcast now. <laughs> Should we do our outro what? and then do this question? No, finish it up. Finish it up. I would fuck Mark because I feel like Mark would be like... Um, uh, like he like there's something there. You just gotta unlock it. Like you just you just gotta like trigger something, and he's gonna go like batshit, and then like be like a phenomenal like kinky as fuck. Like yeah, you know, like he's gonna turn into like either a whole ass daddy or a whole ass sub. I feel it in my bones. Okay. I would I would marry Tisha because I feel like Tisha is the. The, the key that I need to being a responsible adult. <laughs> um, I would not kiss on the lips, Chris. So, Chris, I love you so much. You would be great at sex. Like, I would, I would definitely have sex with you. But, like, I feel like you and I are, uh, are almost the same person. And as much as I love myself, I would never kiss myself. I feel like initially... Chris would be better at sex than Mark. But you just got to push Mark's right buttons and then like it's it's there. You like a challenge? Yeah, I like right like you know every good woman wants a challenge, you know. So <laughs> I feel like it's there. I feel like it's there. Well, you know who I would marry. Who? Me? Right, like hi, my <laughs> name is Jonathan. <laughs> Because what was it? It was Mary. Fuck, fuck Mary. Fuck, fuck Mary. Mary and not kiss on the lips. Um, Vlad, Mary, Chris, fuck Jonathan and not kiss Tisha on the lips. I'm sorry, Tisha. <laughs> but okay. why not kiss Tisha on the lips? Because well, I'm a gold star gay. 
Oh, bitch, we gotta keep status. I feel you, bitch. (laughs) 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 And you know, and like, and like, and like, real talk though, like, like me and Tisha, I would marry Tisha, but like, it'd be like butterfly kisses. Butterfly kisses. Like, I like use my eyelashes to like show her affection. You know, like some bullshit. Um, Okay, what about you, Tisha? Let's go to Chris. Let's go to Chris. <laughs> <laughs> just trying to avoid this question altogether. I, yeah, I would marry Mark. Fuck. Tisha. Not kiss Jonathan on the lips. And I think I have the same reasoning as you, Jonathan. <laughs> right. Like, I feel like it'd be good, but I feel like we're kind of too similar. <laughs> Right, and so it's like I don't want to kiss my tw- I, you, I don't want to fuck my twin Like, you know Like, that's just what it is Right, you know? yeah Right uh. <laughs> uh, uh. Tisha Alright, Tisha You can't escape it anymore Oh, okay So I have who to choose Between these guys On who I want to have sex with <laughs> Marry And then uh, kiss on the lips Okay Not gonna, The question could uh, be so, Who's going to be the prettiest girl? <laughs> Tisha, so I'm not going to, like, play on your stereotypes. I'm sorry, not play, not stereotypes. I'm not going to play on your kinks or fetishes, mm-hmm. but I am an awesome sub. <laughs> I am literally a golden sub. <laughs> so, I mean... Just say. That was my, my original thought was, fuck Jonathan. Um, probably... Marry Chris and then not kiss on the lips, Mark. But I think that Mark and Chris could be swapped, but for the same reason. So I would like fuck Jonathan for obvious reasons. Uh, marry Mark because he is uh, stable <laughs> and like I know kind of what I'm getting. Um, <laughs> Is that rude? I Why love that. laughing so hard. That like, was a that is a very no. that was a read. Yes, it was a yeah. read. That oh, was, it was such a it was a good read though. That yeah, was a it read. Was. Shit. <laughs> I loved it. Okay. Um versus marrying Chris um for super fun times. <laughs> like yeah. you know, it it's I think that they could go back and forth, but yeah, like Chris, I feel like Chris would be, we could do, I could talk Chris into adventures. And that's oh, the thing yes, with Chris. Could. Like, I could talk Chris into adventures, whereas I know I can't talk Mark into adventures, but he's stable and I know what I'm getting. So it's, you know. It's, so yeah, it's, it's a fair trade. Yeah. That was pretty accurate, too. So y'all would be like a thruple. Y'all be a we thruple. Would, we would be a thruple where Mark stays home and I really enjoy like <laughs> cooking really cool dinners for Mark. Like, Hey, look at this. I made this. This is, I hope you enjoy it. I, and I feel good. Like when Mark likes things that I bring him and make him. And then I just, Hey, it's the weekend. We both have it off. Let's go to Cuba with Chris. Yeah. And that's me. Yep. That's actually what we need now, Mark. Now I want to throuple. Let's go to the swingers thing. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Oh my god. Oh. Okay. Well, this has been very enlightening. 
Thank you guys for the questions. Yeah, yes. real talk. I thought I was gonna be killed for all y'all because literally I am difficult. So <laughs> I'm glad that you guys want to fuck me, but you don't have a relationship with me. So that <laughs> makes me. Uh, <laughs> it's not that. It's not that I don't want to have a relationship with. The first thing that popped into my head when I read this was like, "Oh, I want to fuck Jonathan." No one wanted to fuck me. Really? Nobody wanted to. F- oh wait, you wanted to fuck me. Hey. <laughs> regardless thank you for that question because first of all that i feel alive right now like i feel so alive yeah i'm just, I'm just trying to take over now uh thanks again everybody for all the questions and oh you're uh, trying to take over now i am <laughs> i am thank you everybody for all of the questions and we appreciate you because this is my tea time <laughs> the misogyny, the patriarchy will not stand here, okay, bitch? Kill the patriarchy. Hello. Um, so, thank you again to our listeners for the questions. We really appreciate them. Uh, and thank you so much to Chris for being the best DM ever and Jonathan for being the best paladin that I've ever played with. Like, hello. And Mark for just being himself. All right, so that is the end of this tea time. Uh, We will catch you on the fantasy side. Bye. Bye. (laughs) I'm not going to say bye. I'm going to say, like, uh, remind yourselves to support our Patreon. He says bye.